Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I am Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. And today, midsummer, we are just having a check-in with each other. No guests today. How are you doing, Kim? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. In about an hour, I'm going on a road trip this week. Oh, wow. How long is the road trip? The road trip is about five days. We will be exploring all that Pennsylvania has to offer. God, I'm very, I'm quite familiar with what Pennsylvania has to offer. (laughs) Um, I went to school in like Amish country, Pennsylvania and grew up in Philly. I'll be interested. What are, what are your hot spots you're going to hit? Well, it's, it's, it's unclear yet. I mean, the boyfriend has work to do, which is why we're doing it. Um, and I'm just coming along for laughs. Um, so it's unclear, but I predict that there will be cheesesteak in my life in the next 24 hours. Oh, for sure. For sure. No, I've been having a lot of um, road trip envy. I've been seeing a lot of people road tripping, I think probably because, you know, maybe people aren't totally comfortable to fly yet. And I've been seeing a lot of road trips and I am also going to be taking two this summer. One I'm going to do up the West Coast and then the, well, only landing like right above San Francisco. And then I'm going to take one in the East Coast between um, Cape May, Jersey, all the way up to Boston. Are you coming to New York? I don't know yet. I That's it. I'm going to have my kid with me who is, you know, I'm kind of feeling like this is like our last summer that they're going to want to spend any time with me. So, <laughs> I mean, I might, I might come through New York. I definitely want to... 
I want it to be like full of pools and rest stops and, you know, jumps in the ocean and lakes. And I want to try to have that real like quintessential summer experience. And then I'm hoping to do a night or two in Brooklyn if I can, if I can pull it off. That would be great. Now I have a question. What kind of packer are you? What kind of packer am I? Um, it depends. I can really be, I can really be a terrible packer. Like I can be a person who like overthinks everything and then suddenly has forgotten underwear, you know, like, or like, or like, oh, I really could have used a long sleeve shirt. Um, But in terms of like my outfits, I really am a person who needs, kind of needs all my clothes in front of me to be able to dress well. I really get stuck on vacation, but for a trip like this, I'll take, you know, a number of shorts, the dreaded shorts, a couple of dresses, mm-hmm. um, something long sleeve. I'm also going to bring sleeping bags just in case we're in a situation where, you know, there's not, I, I'm thinking we might be like couch surfing a little bit, um, mm-hmm. visiting friends. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how good of a packer I am. Sometimes I'm really great and I, I really hit it. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm cold. It's just, you know, it's very, uh, what I've discovered about myself is what, no matter how much I pack, I will always end up wearing the same three or four things on vacation or out of town, period. So I really try to predict what those three or four things are going to be. Never very accurately, but it helps that, that knowledge that I'm just going to repeat outfits helps. Yeah. It's just that I don't love to repeat outfits and also things get dirty and I hate like they get like a weird, like, okay, so today I am wearing a short sleeve black sweater that I know that I dry cleaned. Okay. And Mm. about five minutes ago, I was like, wait, does this sweater smell? And yes, it does. It has like a (laughs) smell baked into it that's dry cleaning to knock it out. And it's disgusting. And I was going to change, but then we were recording anyway. So that kind of like, a little bit of smelly clothes though. I'm not, a, I have washed in sinks. I will wash a garment in a sink in a hotel room if I have to. Mm-hmm. But I really do like to have, especially a top. Like I like to have a fresh top every day. I get it. I get it. That's fair. Especially in the summer. Yes. You know, when things get sweaty and gross. I saw Elizabeth Gilbert went on a road trip in like France last year, not last year, like two years ago. Who knows? This is like Instagram brain. Like it Uh happens sometime (laughs) whenever it's probably Elizabeth Gilbert. Anyway, she went on, she went on a trip to Europe and was very proud of herself that she had only brought one shirt and every day or something like that, maybe two shirts. But every day I was like, oh my God, I was really stressed out by this one shirt. She going to stain it? Is she? I can't believe you're still wearing that one fucking shirt. So good on her, man. That is that is that is beyond anything I could accomplish. No, me too. But you know, I do have a decent compression suit. I have the away suitcase, and I do find that you can fit so much into the carry-on version of them. You can really just like make it huge and then sit on it it really does like shrink down and I have fit quite a bit in that I have too the only problem with the away suitcases I got it when they still had the chargers in them which you cannot get on an airplane with and that and and I once had to have it removed like at the gate Um, yes and for me and probably other people the most stressful part of a flight is boarding 
you yes. know, because is my carry-on going to fit in? Is my carry-on going to have to get checked? This, this is the type of question that drives me crazy. And on that flight, I had to stand there and watch everybody board. No, no. While they were like re- <laughs> removing the battery. And I was, I was like, oh, just take it, check it, fuck it. Oh my God, you were hanging with the stroller people. I was hanging with the stroller people and I gave up. I was like, fine, fine. Well, you can remove that battery and then then you lose it immediately. That has been my experience because you've removed the battery and then, I mean, it's actually really handy, but then you lose it immediately. No, I have, I am not a wealthy person, but I will pay any amount of money to be one of the first people to board a plane so I don't have to deal with that stress because I just want to get on first. I want to be sitting down. I want to watch everybody walking by me. I'm just like, I'm, I'm seated. I'm settled. I really... I'm the same way. I'm such a nervous traveler around that stuff. But I also wanted to talk to you about something very stupid I did. Okay, please. Um, I am not a big eBay shopper. I know that you have been a big eBay shopper in your life. Yes. Huge. Um, we were talking. Um, this, will, this will definitely air after the episode with Andrea Lynette when we were talking about her Gucci loafers and how they're timeless and how I was very obsessed with these Gucci clogs that have the horse bit hardware on them and which were made, I don't know, six or seven years ago. So I stalk them online on eBay and on the Real Real and wherever else I think I might be able to find them. Right. And I found a pair that was priced on eBay or, you know, the, the preliminary price was a, was a hundred, couple hundred dollars lower than it usually is. So okay. I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. This is so exciting. And then I bid the asking price at that moment, which is like the dumbest rookie mistake of eBay rookie mistakes. So, and- okay. So there was an asking price. There was an asking price. Well, but what was, you could have come in lower. I could have come in much lower. And I came in days before the auction ended. Oh, shit. Okay. Days before the auction ended. And then I got an email yesterday saying, like, you are the leading bidder for these Gucci clogs, which I had decided I no longer wanted because they were kind of dumb and trendy. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to buy those fucking Gucci clogs for $585. This was crazy. What was I even thinking? Fortunately, somebody bid higher than me. But I thought, I, I called Andrea and I was like, what happens if you change your mind about something you bid on? And she's like, well, you know, you can, it's very complicated, blah, 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 and I, whatever. In, in the end, it worked out, but I really felt like I, I, I flunked eBay. Well, no, you got a black, you, okay, so first off, you would get like just a black mark. Like you can do one of those. You just can't do it many times. Like mm-hmm. that person might leave you a bad review and somebody might be less likely to sell to you in the future but in my experience that never happens the ebay is still ebay is wild and dangerous and that is not that is not the worst mistake you can make on ebay that is not the dumbest mistake the dumbest mistake you can make on ebay is buying a piece of furniture mid-century modern furniture on ebay for what you think is an amazing price and having it delivered and it turns out it's doll furniture which no is, yeah. Oh my God, that's like the, that's like the scene in Spinal Tap. Yes, with Angelica okay. Houston when they realize that they put the measurements for Stonehenge at inches instead of feet. Yes, this has happened to me. Oh my God, that is hysterical. Okay, but the other thing is, is sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll just be sort of casually shopping eBay, and like I did this a couple of weeks ago. 
I was like, I really was wanting like a vintage Patagonia fleece. I was just like having this like weird norm core. Like I just want like a big 80s Patagonia fleece in like a weird pattern that mm-hmm. I'll wear for like, you know, I don't know, one one season. I, I live in a hot place. I have no idea when I'll wear it. So I bid really low. I did like, you know, make me an offer and I bid really low. And I was like, there's no way they're going to take this. Like I was almost like fucking with the system. And then mm-hmm. he took it. And I was like, I no longer want this. Patagonia <laughs> and like, I was mad. I was mad. But no, I still, I still um, shop on eBay. I, I had a thing recently where I was Bob Guccione is, did you know Bob Guccione was also a painter? I did. Okay, so he was a classical painter, and I was um, I was looking to see if any of his art was still available on eBay. <laughs> and because this is the thing I'll do, I'll never even hang this. This is this is why I'm a hoarder. Okay, mm-hmm. so the thing is about eBay, I have found is like people sometimes don't know. So sometimes people are just overpricing things, but then there are a lot of times people don't know what they have. They don't Mm -hmm. know the value of what they have. So I was seeing this one like Guccione lithograph for like $1,500 everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not spending $1,500 for a piece of like prank art, you know, (laughs) like like a joke in my home, not Mm -hmm. worth it. But somebody else and I was like I can't believe this is real somebody else was just like I want to get rid of this fucking Guccione painting because nobody's ever going to want this lithograph 150 bucks wow totally bought it totally is an original totally has his signature and the number on it I I rolled it out I rolled out not though the end of the story is I rolled it out and my husband Alex was like what are we going to do with that (laughs) like it's still not good art that you bought (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, you, I mean, I think eBay does do that. Like, it, 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 it encourages obsessive searching for esoteric things. Yes. Yes. And that's what I mean, you know, that's, that was like my biggest, that was, that was the thing I did at Lucky. That was like my big contribution to Lucky was the eBay obsessed column. I remember it well. Which is so funny that I did that. But anyway, because I, I can't imagine spending that much of my life, um, you had a tape measure at your desk. I did. I did. Well, that is the key to, to eBay, um, to shopping for vintage clothes, is you have to, you have to know your, you really have to know your, your measurements. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have a tape measure at my desk, come to think of it, for the <laughs> same reason. Very funny. You still need to know. And now let's take a quick break for some ads. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry leading sustainability. It, it meets, sorry, all of the industry leading sustainability standards. You know, I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Uh, okay. So you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about brains lately. <laughs> really? What in particular about brains? Well, so there was this whole, I don't know if you were following this, but there was this whole study of the menopausal brain. Like fi finally people are like, yes, menopause really impacts your brain. Like no shit. Any of us that have been living in it. But I've been really forgetful lately, like really struggling to find words, um, mm -hmm. to find like just normal words, you know, and that's like can be a little bit scary. So I've been reading a lot of the New York Times um, health and wellness stories. I think it's called their well section. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, and so I saw this thing today, yesterday, some someday. See how great I'm <laughs> remembering? No, so two things. So first off, menopause brain. Menopause does affect your memory. It's real. But most people get it all back when they're through the menopause transition, right? But then I saw this other thing, and I'm obsessed. Are you obsessed with like old people like when they study like 100 year olds like the, they... the like the oldest old like how the yes. oldest old survive yes yes I am there's nothing I love more than a story about how the oldest old is still living a good life right mm -hmm. I love I love a, like an old old you know athlete I'm like yes go anything yes or Roger Angel the New Yorker writer is he still alive he wrote an amazing piece about being in his 90s Yes, I will read anything about sort of being like cognitively sound and physically sound in your 90s and beyond because it is my dream. Um, so anyway, mm -hmm. so they did this whole study of um, cognitive super agers is what they're calling them. Hmm. And it was like, 
they did a whole study of them and it's sad because it started out like they were like all in their 90s started out with like 300 and 300 and something people in this study and then you know by the end it was only 79 obviously because they're in their 90s but anyway but the people who survived so it was like and who had brain like really good brain function even if they had um, a predisposition for Alzheimer's and even if they showed Alzheimer's in their in their brain makeup in like an autopsy after they died the reason they were able to stay cognitively sound was like the normal shit that you know, like exercise and a Mediterranean diet and we need to socialize and, you know, so exercise was super important. But the thing that I thought was so interesting about this was hearing and vision. So you need to be able to hear and be able to see well. So you need to have the right, you know, whatever. A lot of people get vain and if they need hearing aids, they don't use them or they don't have the right prescription glasses or whatever, contact lenses, whatever. They don't, they're not having their vision corrected. And these were two indicators of having poorer cognitive function as you age. And I was like, okay, that's good. That's a good tip. That is a good tip, but you know, my mother is 84. She is completely, like, she has lost none of her cognitive function. A little forgetful, but no more forgetful than me. Um, And she's just almost completely deaf. She wears hearing aids, but even with the hearing aids, she's almost completely deaf. But I believe that. I believe that you just, you know, those are two simple things to, like, make sure are happening. But I do worry about my own hearing. My brother has trouble hearing... I feel like it's hereditary and I went to so many shows. Oh, yeah. And also Walkman. Like the head, like I don't even know how much I was blasting into my ears. Because they don't don't make them as loud as they used to. They used to be so loud. They used to be so loud. I feel like everything used to be so loud. I feel like it was just like a very loud time. And plus then we also lived through the time of restaurants. Like restaurants used to have so much cushioning and like drapes and even carpet. Like so that you could have like a quieter experience. And then we got into this like industrial decor of restaurants. And restaurants are like incredibly loud now. It is true. And one of the thing, there are a few things that make me feel as old as having to ask a waiter or waitress to turn down the music. Oh, yeah, that's, um, that is really, that is, that's like almost, almost Karen behavior. I was just, I was just going to say that I had a situation the other day where, um, I was, I was out to breakfast and I got, they brought me the wrong, it's so stupid. They brought me the wrong iced tea. I wanted Mm -hmm. black iced tea. They brought me some gross, like passion fruity, like gross, and I can't handle like a sweet drink like that anymore. Like no Mm -hmm. way. And so I was talking to my daughter and I, and I was like, you know, you know, mommy has this situation where I was a waitress for a long time and I hate to be annoying. I don't want to be the annoying person in the restaurant, but I do have the wrong iced tea. And she said, please don't ask, (laughs) please don't ask for the manager. Please don't be a Karen. And I was like, okay, I didn't know you know what a Karen was, (laughs) but then, but then I was like, well, what if I did ask for the manager? She said, I would still love you, but I would respect you less. <laughs> <laughs> That's completely fair. It is. It is. And then, and then I did, I did what I wound up doing the thing, which is also so passive, like of being like drinking like half of it and being like, could I have actually the black tea this time? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like, it, not yeah. wanting to be annoying, you know? 
I know. I, I, I am, my grandparents were terrible returners in restaurants. They returned everything. And it really scarred me, you know? And plus, I don't think you want to be sending stuff back to most kitchens. No. I mean, no. you were a waitress, you know. No, I was a waitress for 10 years. And no, 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 you don't. I have, I'm not going to say whom, but one of my close relatives is, behaves terribly in restaurants terribly like will like motion to the waiter in really obnoxious ways mm-hmm. that are really condescending is not a great tipper like mm-hmm. I can't I yeah and you get into one of those situations where you're then leaving money and it's awkward and you know they're picking up the tab but they're not tipping well enough so you're trying to secretly leave money for the waiter I those situations but I I, I don't understand how people don't understand particularly after the year that we've had how hard being in the service industry is yeah i i once my grandmother once didn't speak to me for the rest of her visit to new york because i left extra cash on the table because her tip was like maybe 11 and a half percent oh oh no and that would even happen i remember in corporate situations where like you know you're you're like old male boss takes you out for lunch at like some really expensive place in New York and you see like I would just die of cringing you know you'd see a 10% tip and you'd just be like oh well there's nothing I can do in this situation because I can't insult my boss right 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 no very uncomfortable yeah it's just being cheap you know I I to do mostly believe that anyone who works for tips is not making enough money so I'm a like I'm a pathological over tipper. Yes. Um, yes. And 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 you know I listen to my mom and my mom says you know the important ask you know the important thing about saving money is paying attention to all the little shit. And I believe her and among the little shit is tipping but I just feel like you know it it's just never it's good juju. It's just good to put it out there. It is good juju. But man, that's good advice from your mom. Like, I think about this all the time. Like, my fortune goes, like, $39 at a time. Mm-hmm. You know? It really is all the little shit. It's not the big shit. It's really mm-hmm. just, like, being like, oh, $40. Who cares? It's you know? like Hulu, Spotify, Netflix, HBO Max, all of those things add up. And but they're all, you know, and, 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 and thinking, is this one really necessary? And is this one really necessary? Well, yeah, well, it's pleasures, right? And I'm a pleasure glutton. But yeah. although I will tell you, after this week, I'm still on vacation. And after this week of just like, just doing kind of whatever I wanted, you know, I don't think, I, I mean, I haven't walked more than three steps at a time since we've, <laughs> I'm a slug, I'm a vacation slug. And at a certain point, and I'm, I've reached it now, I'm like on day six of this vacation, that I'm like, whoa, this is way too much indulgence. Like, I mm-hmm. feel just gross. I've been, I've been just like, oh, that's another pleasure I would like. Let me just lie around and drink this cocktail out of the can and maybe be <laughs> a little bit high. And, oh, here's some potato chips. And, oh, how about we go out and get some candy and, you know, all of that. We were talking about this a little bit with the first weeks of you being in love, like how you're just like, I'll just indulge in everything. It's like pleasure gluttony. It's pleasure gluttony is what it is. And eventually you're just like, ugh. (laughs) No, eventually you've got to like have a nice 
tall glass of water and sit up straight and get back to normal because it does it it pleasure gluttony is it's i have that impulse as well and it really does kind of gross you out after a while yeah yeah i'm 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 super grossed out right now but (laughs) i will say the one thing that i have um i've been thinking about a lot is um i've been liking a lot of things like i've really been just enjoying like the the soothingness of really just liking something like a thing like Like a a dress like a a book a dress a tv show and i've been talking to my friend sam a lot about like having like a critical brain versus having just a oh i just like this i don't even know if it's good or not but i know that i like it Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i know anymore if things are good like, I used to feel like, like, you know, whatever, it's just, nothing is really objective, but, you know, like, would this be well-reviewed in a magazine? You know, I don't feel connected enough to culture to know if something is, would be considered good by everybody. Like, you know, sort of group think, right? I only know what I like anymore. And I've started, I've started, I guess, looking at things less critically and been more like, is this bringing me happiness I'm gonna, I think yeah. I think that's great. You know, my older brother Mike said something to me when I was an editor at New York Magazine, and I've maybe said it on the podcast before. He's like, the problem with your job and working at a place like New York Magazine is that nothing new is new enough and nothing good is good enough. And I, you know, when I was younger, I enjoyed thinking critically about everything and being able to, like, you know, talk with my friends and colleagues about stuff. But I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't have that critical brain as much anymore and can just enjoy some stupid thing. Yes, I feel like that, too. And I also feel like what's the thing like when you're younger, your your personality is made up by the things you don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, and as you get older, it's made up by the things that you do. I think I think maybe that's true. That's not exactly what the language is for that. But I do think that when you're younger, you're really sort of differentiating yourself by talking about the things you don't like. Well, I don't like that. That's not right for me. This isn't, you know. And as you get older, you're like, wait, that shit's great. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I feel that way about some music mm-hmm. for sure. You know, for sure I have some cheesy taste in music and I don't, I don't care about that. And, you know, that would have been anathema when I was, you know, a young rock writer. Totally, totally. But it also just opens you up to, it just opens you up to so many things because you're less restrictive, right? Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, maybe I feel like watching what would be considered a shitty movie tonight, but that's going to make me happy in this moment. Yeah, yeah. I even think about the way I dress, you know? It's like everything doesn't, every every day doesn't have to be a statement. Some days it's just a fucking shirt dress. Yes, yes. And I think that there's liberation in that for sure. I think there's liberation in just being like, this is the stuff I like. But I will say, I've had some moments over the last couple of years that I've been very happy to not be in New York because I know the convert, a couple of like cultural moments that have been very happy to not be in New York because I didn't want to be sitting around with people who are thinking critically about culture all the time, having conversations about a thing I like and having them ruin it. Sometimes yep. the discourse around something, like I just don't want to read any of it. I don't want to know what people are thinking. I felt that way about Mayor of Easttown. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want all the noise around this. I don't want all the ancillary information. I just want to have the experience one-on-one with this thing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a change. I used to very much want to be a part of a community when it came to things I was consuming. I totally get that. I totally get that. But that comes with age and, you know, it's a thing that comes with confidence. Yes, actually. Yes, that's right. I think so. Because you don't give a shit if anybody else likes the thing you like and you don't feel the need to say something smart about it necessarily. It just is the thing you like. Right. The having to, the having to, oh, the having to come up with something smart about the thing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I did enough of that. Same, same. Oh my God. Speaking of all the money I spent, all the money I spent in bars having conversations I didn't want to be having. (laughs) (laughs) No shit. Well, I'm excited for your road trip. I hope you have the best time on your trip. Thank you. I shall be in frequent contact. Yes, definitely. Be texting me all the time. (laughs) Okay, well, have a great week, Jen. You have a great week, too. And thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We're your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it on all the platforms. If you don't, please don't say anything at all. Uh, We have (laughs) a Patreon. If you want to subscribe for bonus content, it is patreon.com backslash everything is fine. You can also find us on Instagram at EIF podcast, and you can find Kim on her blog, Girls of a Certain Age. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 